Real quick, I want to tell you about a free webinar I'm hosting on April 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time called Repurposing Content for Your Podcast. Depending on the guru of the day, you need a podcast, you need to be on TikTok, you need to be posting on LinkedIn, and don't forget your own blog and newsletter. And this can lead to burnout fast. But I'm here to tell you a better way. By repurposing content, there's a reason I'm able to publish three podcast episodes per week, three newsletters, and post on LinkedIn almost daily. So in this free 60-minute webinar, you will learn how to capture content ideas as easily as possible, how to build your own content flywheel from content you've already created, how to keep track of everything, and how to create a two-way street where you're repurposing for and from your podcast. Sign up for free today at profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. If you are struggling to create content, you need this webinar. Again, that URL is profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. Perhaps the biggest concern people have when I talk to them about getting podcast sponsorships is that they're worried they don't have enough downloads. That sponsors won't want to work with them if they don't have as many downloads as maybe the biggest show in their niche or just the biggest show period. But here's the secret. You don't need a lot of downloads to get sponsors. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you five ways that you can add value to your sponsorship so that you can be more competitive or as competitive as those bigger shows. Hello and welcome to Make Money Podcasting, the show that teaches you how to make your first $10,000 with your podcast. On this show, you'll learn tried and true methods to increase your revenue and turn your podcast from a money pit into a money maker. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and my podcasts have been making money from day one without a lot of downloads. I'll share everything I know with you here on Make Money Podcasting. All right, let's dive into it. So first of all, let me just set the stage here for you. Uh, Big podcasts sell only based on CPM, which means if they get 10,000 downloads and they charge $20 per CPM, there's a very clear amount of money that they are charging, right? And I, it's like 200 bucks, right? Uh, if I do my math correctly there, it might be 2,000 bucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, 20 times 10, no, it's, it's 200 bucks. So the big podcasts that are getting hundreds of thousands of downloads, maybe millions of downloads, they can afford to do that because they're, they're getting a couple thousand bucks per sponsorship probably. As small podcasters, we don't have that luxury, and it doesn't make sense for us to sell via CPM. So what can we do? Well, I want to tell you Well, I want to tell you five things that we can do to add value to our sponsorships. The first is create a YouTube video or several 
YouTube videos. You can bet that NPR isn't doing this for their podcast sponsorships. But a lot of brands are super keen on having video content created. As a matter of fact, the last several podcast sponsors I landed, a couple of which were outside of my personal network, I was able to sweeten the pot and land a three-month podcast sponsorship deal where I also offered a video. And here's the, the dirty secret, right? The video is baked into that price. So they sponsor my podcast for three months. I make them a YouTube video. They're super happy about it. That is a very attractive offer to brands. The other bit is that brands probably are looking for content to repurpose. So if you make them a video, maybe make a couple of clips that they can share on social media or tell them for an added price, they can reuse that video in paid sponsorship or paid advertising. So number one, create a YouTube video or a couple of YouTube videos. I will generally structure it where like if you if you do two months, I will give you one video. Maybe if you do three months, I'll give you one video. So basically a video per quarter that gets added to my YouTube channel. And then uh, I maybe talk about that in the podcast sponsorship and the ad roll if they want. Or it's just another avenue to get eyeballs on them and raise their brand awareness. And again, I, a lot of brands are really keen on this right now. A lot of my requests coming in are specifically for videos on my YouTube channel, which my podcast is bigger than my YouTube channel, but the video content is super valuable. Number two, make them a sponsor of your newsletter. You have a newsletter, right? I've, we've talked about call to action here. You need to have a newsletter. And you need to get people on that newsletter. But let's say you already have that. Make them a sponsor of your newsletter. Newsletter sponsorship is all the rage these days. And even if you have a low number of subscribers, putting that sponsor right in front of them is super valuable. So again, this is something that I'll do. I'll offer them a couple of packages where if they sponsor for three months, I will give them a dedicated section in one of my weekly newsletters. If they sponsor the podcast, they get mentioned in the newsletter every week anyway, because it's like right underneath the episode. This episode is sponsored by. So that's a value add already. But for a little extra, I'll give them a dedicated section. If they do, let's say half a year, I will release a dedicated newsletter for them. So instead of this newsletter is brought to you by or this week's issue is brought to you by, um, among other content, they will have just a newsletter dedicated to their service. Uh, this is something that SaneBox was really interested in. So I, I released a newsletter for them. I think it worked pretty okay for them. But they were interested. They were almost more interested in that than the podcast sponsorship. But again, that multifaceted approach adds value for them. And again, you know, Stuff You Should Know or iHeartRadio, they're not adding, they're not creating a newsletter for their sponsors. Their sponsors are buying up ad inventory through this dynamic system, right? So that personal touch. When I was a freelancer, I would tell other freelancers, yes, we are, we're not as big as agencies. We can't offer 24-7 service. We can't offer every service under the sun. 
But what we can offer is a more personal touch. Because if you hire the freelancer, the freelancer is the person you'll be working with for the whole project. And you will know the freelancer well. And the freelancer will know your project well. They won't just be brought in halfway through. They're with you from the beginning. The same thing could be said of smaller podcasters who are looking for sponsorship deals. Because uh, it's not just some faceless system where I'm buying inventory based on CPM. I'm talking to you about your goals. What makes this campaign a success? I ask every single one of my potential sponsors that. I hop on a call with them and I say, hey, what are you looking for? Do you just want to do the podcast sponsorship? Oh, we'd really love video content. Great. I can work that into our package. So that's the competitive edge we have. We are people willing to work with their people to make the campaign a success. Number three, do a webinar or live stream with or for the brand, right? So maybe somebody from the brand can join you on the live stream or the webinar, or you just do it separately and mention them and say that it's brought to you by them. But a live event where you're showcasing the product can be a win-win. You and the brand learn more about what your audience wants, and then you can cross-promote your show in that live stream. So let's say you do a YouTube live, right? And it's not with the brand, but it's for the brand. And the brand is some software. Great. You're doing a demo how to sign up for the software for the live stream. By the way, this brand also sponsors my podcast where I talk about XYZ. Check it out. I'll drop a link in the description for you to listen and subscribe. Thanks so much to this brand for sponsoring both my podcast and this live stream. Hey, let me know. What do you think about this product? What do you love? What do you think could be improved? Drop a comment. Let me know. Then you take that feedback back to the brand. That's not something they would get from a, a podcast sponsorship necessarily. And that feedback is gold to them. Good, bad, indifferent. It's gold because they learn about their potential audience. Number four, create social media posts. Right, A lot of people will tell me, hey, I, I don't have a lot of downloads, but I have thousands of followers on Instagram. In fact, if you caught the episode a couple weeks ago uh, of Make Money Podcasting, I re-released a coaching call I did with Scott Cowan. He has a relatively small podcast and a huge Instagram following. So if you are trying to get brand deals, use that audience. Say, hey, if you sponsor my podcast, not only will you get the podcast sponsorship, but I will do a, a, a four panel or whatever it's called story about you on my Instagram. I will create a dedicated post on my Instagram. I'll do a reel on my Instagram. And then you can let the brand reuse that post organically or at a higher value, they could do paid ads. So that's high value for them, high value for them, because you're not only leveraging your podcast audience, you're using your social media presence to speak candidly, maybe not candidly, but honestly about the brand to the biggest audience you have. This is what I call calculating your overall reach. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago on, on Make Money Podcasting. 
when you calculate your overall reach, you're not just looking at downloads. You're not just looking at your listeners. You're looking at your listeners and your newsletter and your social following. And that is where you can really bring value for sponsors. So that was number four, create social media posts. And number five, do a dedicated interview with the sponsor. And this could be any medium, right? It could be blog, podcast, video. But having content dedicated to the sponsor is great press for them with a friendly face. Because you get to ask the brand some questions now. Maybe get questions from your audience. Hey, I'm interviewing whoever. I'm interviewing Acme about this new product that does X. What questions do you have about that product? Are you interested in it? What problem could it solve for you? Let me know. I'm interviewing the founder in a couple of weeks. So that could be really high value for them. I've done that as well. Uh, and it, give, it gives the brand sound clips as well. Sound clips, video clips to reshare. So those are the five things. If we go through them again really quickly, create one or more YouTube videos, make them the sponsor of your newsletter, do a webinar or live stream with them, create social media posts, or do a dedicated interview with them, or some combination of the five. Create some packages. One is just, the first is just podcast sponsorship. Maybe the last one is all of them, and that's going to be the highest dollar value. The Wondries and the iHeartRadios of the world have massive reach, so they can just straight charge CPM, cost per mile, right? But CPM doesn't work for small podcasters like us. Leveraging your overall reach and your goodwill with your audience, that is a much higher value. There's a reason that Squarespace and MeUndies sponsor the biggest podcasts. It's because they're just looking for general reach. But if a smaller brand who wants to leverage the trust you have with your audience comes to you, that's not really something the bigger brands can uh, take advantage of. Sure, maybe in the beginning they could, but stuff you should know, right? Uh, this is a really good example. I think Josh and Chuck are great. I love their show. I've seen them live. But in the beginning, right, I got like me undies because they sponsored me undies and Chuck talked about how comfortable they were. And I tried them out. They were pretty comfortable. They fell apart pretty quickly, though. Today, half their ads aren't even read by the host. Half their ads are basically just radio commercials. So if you do an ad read or a live stream where you're talking about this brand, I got to use it and I love it. That's going to be a lot more impactful for a lot of brands. So there you go. Five ways that you can increase value for your sponsorship if you're worried you don't have a lot of downloads. Thanks so much for listening today. Uh, for all of the show notes, you can head over to makemoneypod.com. You'll find uh, anything I talked about over here, uh, as well as uh, other links, other episodes that are helpful, and you could subscribe to the show as well. So thanks so much for watching. And until next time, I can't wait to see what you make.
Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my podcast process templates. They are a set of notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you get the creative juices flowing. You obviously want to improve your podcast workflows and save time. And these templates will give you a basis for all of your other processes. Through my Notion and Airtable templates, I am able to automate a number of things as well as stay organized so that I am using my podcasting time more efficiently. If you want to get your hands on these templates completely for free, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.